the circles going over and over. Oh, oh hello. Good morning, guys. Happy Friday. Um, we're going to be doing Agents Behaving Badly Part 2. Lots to talk about this morning. Stay tuned, guys. It was so popular last time. Stay tuned. <laughs> Good morning, good morning. Hey, hey, um, hey. Let's get cracking, Mark. We've got so much to talk about. I've got a whole list of stuff that I literally wrote in about five seconds. Um, oh. Agents, agents behaving badly. Mark, hopefully you're not one of those in a position <laughs> somewhere in Sydney where we can't actually um, hear properly. <laughs> no. no. No? All good. Okay, wonderful. Um... How are you? Good, thanks, Lisa. It's nice to see you today, Lisa. Nice to see you too. You don't have a great connection there. It's not. You're sounding like you're a little bit underwater. So, guys, just let us know if you can't hear, and we might get Mark to move somewhere else. Okay. Um, all right. Let's get to it, guys. As I said, I've got a big, long list. Hey, we're going to be talking this morning about agents behaving badly. We already did a segment on this, and I reckon it was one of our most popular segments we've ever done over the years. But we're going to do part two. Um, and if I can be honest with you, the reason that this has spurred us on this morning is I saw a post from um, a fellow real estate agent. She's actually a very, very good friend of mine. Many of you will know her, Delaine Lewis. He appeared hey. on Lux Listings. Hey guys, can you just give us, can you just let us know whether or not we are, you're having trouble hearing us? Because I've got an enormous amount of feedback, enormous amount. So just let us know if you're having any trouble hearing us this morning, if you could just write it into the comments, that'd be awesome. But I saw a post this morning from Delaine. Um, she has just cracked another record. She's an um, eastern suburbs real estate agent here in Sydney. Also appeared on Lux Listings. Many of you will know her from there. Um, but I saw a comment on her one of her sold property parts yesterday saying that other agents are actually um, claiming that they have sold those properties that she, she has sold. And she actually called them out. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna name it, but if you do want to know, jump onto Delene's social media. But she actually did she actually did name them, named and shamed big agents as well. So well, it's, pretty, um, it's pretty simple who sold the property. It's on the contract of sale. So whoever's on the contract on the top of the contract is marked as agent on the property that's sold. That's who sold it. So it's a pretty uh, easy claim to substantiate that you, you sold it. Um, and correct. For two people. For two people to say that, that is weird. Correct. one agent on top of contract normally. Yeah, but if you can if you can be bothered to do that digging around, and when you've got real estate agents that are um, doing their prospecting calls going, oh, yeah, 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 we, we sold that property. That was her listing, but we sold that property. I had that happen. Yeah, you, actually, yeah, you had that happen. I actually did have that happen. So beautiful big property I sold in Manly that cracked the record there, 21.5 million um, per square metre, cracked the record in Manly for any property ever sold. I had lots of agents going, oh, that was her listing, but it was our buyer. And I was like, what? 
does this really does this really happen in the industry? So I ended well, up um, te- hanging that massive this, banner off the yeah, property. And technically now I think buyers agents are gonna start saying they sold it. Yeah, that's right. Because I, I sold mean, it to the buyer, she sold it for the vendor. It's gonna it, happen. Yeah, I I honestly just can't even believe that that is a thing but clearly it is and there you go delene called that out this morning i saw it this morning but she called it out yesterday on a big sale that she had of a property in bellevue hill in the eastern suburbs obviously you know again this is just all hearsay don't know it was a record for the streets it must have been a a fabulous result Um, but that's the first one i want to mention this morning agents behaving badly claiming other people's sales um no 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 very <laughs> shocker that's actually just so bad and you know what it says a lot about the listing agent because obviously it means the result was phenomenal um but a great way to get around that guys is just some serious marketing you know i love dl's i love wrapping a signboard wrapping a sold you know sticker on my signboards saying we sold it and the amount and the amount of days it took to sell i love doing all of that stuff social media get in front of the property video it tell the world tell the world about your wonderful result for the people not for yourself for the people no but at least all in all the industry is pretty bloody good i reckon with fair trading up up everyone's bum um it's a very i think a very good a very clean industry but, you know, agents behaving badly, badly, it's a bit of fun, it's a bit of banter, it does happen. What's the worst example you've seen of um, agents behaving badly? What's the most memorable thing that you went, nah, that, that's shit? Oh, uh, there's a lot of, um, so, and, and I agree with you, Mark, I think, you know, for the for the vast majority, the like, you know, real estate, guys, really understand, really real estate, is a, it, it's a really hard, relentless industry. It yeah. really is. You know, you're on you're on 24-7. Um, yeah. Most of the deals that we do happen outside of hours or on weekends. Remember, Saturday is our biggest day. So often, you know, we're not getting home until late on Saturday night. Sundays, we're still doing deals. For the most part, agents are phenomenal. We have, you know, we, we deal with a lot of agents. We have lots of agents that are friends. Most agents are great, hardworking, honest real estate agents really it's the truth and you're right we are just having a little bit of fun this morning probably one of the biggest things mark and there is a um there is a serial offender here and we're not definitely not going to be calling out names guys um but someone there's a particular agency that notoriously puts very low guides on property i reckon that's probably the worst thing the industry is doing agents are doing at the moment yeah i think it's called false misleading and de- deceptive conduct it's price baiting by doing that that's really breaking people's hearts um you know and and i mean and then there's the the layer on top of that called underquoting as well which we won't get into yeah. we're not going to get into underquoting but um and i know that there was a big thing on four corners about 6 months ago about underquoting i had very divided opinions on that particular segment but again, we're not about that. I think if we are going to talk legislation and things like that, we'll get some really mm-hmm. good experts on to talk to talk about that. Actually, um, Lisa Jemison's a great one um, to get on. She's a, a phenomenal real estate lawyer, one of the best in the country. Um, but that one really irks me, Mark. Where agents 
get these very low guides on. I have to say, I just saw over the last couple of days a two-bedroom apartment that was sold in DY for $890,000. Um, Non-beachside, nice apartment, sold by an agent that knows the area really, really well. The guide was very different. Um, and I'm just looking at that going, really? 890,000, you know, your guide was at least 100,000 apart from that. And here's a real estate agent who knows that market intricately in DY. And I'm Price looking at baking. that going, yeah. So, what's accept so if that's the biggest heartbreaking thing that people do, what's the acceptable thing for price baiting within 5%, 10%? Yes, definitely. And also, Mark, understand that as real estate agents, if we receive offers um, and if the market is telling us otherwise, then we need to readjust our price. We yep. must readjust our price. Because if you've got a guide on an apartment, let's let's use an apartment as an example of $790,000, and you're having 20 buyers coming through all of your open homes and you're receiving multiple offers, you must amend that price guide. Yeah. You must. You know, and, and there's, as I said, there is there are some repeat offenders in the industry. I know we've got them in our area. Um, you know, and then they report, oh, you know, we had 100 people coming through open homes and we had this many offers and the property sold in this many days. It's like, yeah, no wonder because your price guide was absolutely off. Price baiting. And then you've got a naughty agent behind you on the wall lease. <laughs> I love that. One James Bond, bad man. Bad, bad man. man. <laughs> bad the irony man. of it. That's so bad. funny. Okay, yeah. next on my list. So, again, that price baiting, you know, and then they're reporting big group numbers and we sold it for this much above the guide. Yeah, because your guide was totally inaccurate to begin with. And you know what? All that does is upset buyers, upset agents it just makes it you know it, you, you're just upsetting people along the way you really are and yep. you're ruining it for all the good ones in the industry you know and you're breaking hearts with all of those buyers true story guys i see it happen often um mark overpricing to get a listing oh yes what are your thoughts well that's price baiting again but it's the opposite way so you're going high with the seller and you're going low with the buyer. Price baiting again. No good. Overpricing to get a listing. So I always no say, like I, I was at a listing presentation the other day and the vendor said, I have met with two other agents. And I said, that's great. Like I would be doing that as well. And I said to him, I would hope all of our pricing should have come in at a very similar level because we all work with the same data. And he said, actually, no, one of them was much higher. And I said to him, I'd love to see some of those comparables, if that's okay. I'd love to just see what other comparables that agent was using, just to make sure we're all comparing apples for apples. Because mm -hmm. sellers don't know. You know, sellers list and sell property maybe once or twice in their life. They just don't know. Um, and yeah. sometimes uh, they can fall into that trap. Yeah. And I think choosing an agent based on the how they price you, well, like price bait, going high on a price this is dumb because the buyers are putting the price on the property but the price baiting for me i would say the thing i see the thing the thing when my 
cryptos curl up the most is price baiting. Again, with sellers, agents going yeah. up too high. With buyers, agents going too low. It's false, misleading, deceptive conduct, and it breaks hearts. So it I think, does. You know, I think sometimes there could be genuine mistakes by agents where, you know, they they got they get the price wrong. But I think sometimes when there's a clear intention that they know they're 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 wrong, they're not even they're twenty percent out. You know, it's bad. I agree. And also, it's about being honest with your vendor. You know, I, I've actually got a property on at the moment. And I've got a, I've got a property on at the moment. And um, when I was sitting in front of her with all of the comparable sales, it all looked like, you know, it should have been price X. But the buyers have come through now and they're telling me something very, very different. Consistency, consistently low open home numbers. The buyers are coming through and, as I mentioned, they're telling me something totally different. But that information that I'm getting from the buyers, from the market, I am relaying that to my vendor. And I'm saying, I just need to let you know this is what the market is saying. Um, and this particular vendor is saying, that's the price that I need. And again, it's just about saying, and I had this conversation with my vendor yesterday saying, look, you've got two options. You know, we, we either meet the market on where the market sees value in your property, or you just hold your property and wait for that market to come up and I'll let you know when that happens. Um, and then the other flip side, Mark, is when you've got, you know, at the luxury end, you've got some of these spectacular properties and vendors are saying, you know, we're okay to hold out. We're going to wait. You know, we, we, we're confident yeah. that we are going to get there. And I believe in those properties. I truly do. Um, you know, I've got I, I've got one on at the moment. And I'm saying, you know what, it's such a magnificent property. I really believe that this is the next booming suburb. And I honestly do believe that we're going to get there. Um, you know, it is a matter of having these open, honest conversations. But as an agent, when you're doing it deliberately, as you said, Mark, to price bait, big, massive red cross. Massive. Yep. Lise, before we go, anything else? I'm just a bit short on battery. Oh, my God. I can't believe it, Mark. You did the thing that I thought would never happen. Okay. I just want to talk about photos is another one, baiting people with incredible photos on a property. And then the buyers get there and they're like, wait, what? This looked absolutely nothing like the property. We do see it happen all the time. Yes, we do use virtual furniture, guys. We do use virtual furniture. We're not selling the furniture. I'm talking about when you're actually taking a photo of a property only to find that there's like a water tower in the backyard or something like that. Well, at least um, we're not going to be able to get through that list. I'm going to have to call it. So naughty. Agents behaving badly. There he is. That's bad. That's bad for 15 <laughs> minutes. Come on. So you guys, that's the show. Any, anything else you want to you want to conclude on for your Friday frenzy? Part three incoming. Agents behaving badly. I've got a list. Guys, let us know if there's anything there that you want to know about as well. We can address it. And I Top might it. see if I can get Delene on to part three. Ooh, that'd be a juicy one. <laughs> yeah. Mate, Delene Lewis, we're nudes are together on a, on a uh, live. That's dangerous. I'll see if we can get her on. That's dangerous. All right, you take care. <laughs> see, see you guys. Ya. Take bye, care. Bye. Bye. bye.